I want to make a, a like a video where it's called Blue Octo Blue October Ruins Movies, and it'll be like a very traumatic scene of a movie, and then a Blue October song will fade in and ruin it. Like in a The Dark Knight when he's when he goes down to the Batcave and he's being surrounded with the bats, and then fades in. I only want you to see what about, my favorite part of me. What about jump rope? <laughs> That's a good one. Too. Up, down, <laughs> up, down, yeah. I would put that one over like the rape scene in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. That's <laughs> Hate me again. Just a lot of those. That's unprofessional. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Hi there, Anomaly. We're, we're um, is what we are. I'm Jeremy. I'm with uh, Elliot Ian Ross. Hello. Uh, we have an email up. It's just hi there, Anomaly at gmail.com. Uh, drop us your opinions and love and hate and whatever else. Uh, and just acknowledge that you're listening. How how do you spell anomaly? Um, I have to type it. Isn't that this is the generation we're in? I have to. I don't know a word unless I have my fingers in front of me. I know. I was testing. A n o m l y. Nope. A n o m l a l y. Anomaly. 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 Yep. Yep. You win. Um. I, I, I'd like to first uh, addend to the last podcast. Um, addend that bitch. I'm going to addend it. We, uh, I, I was listening to a lot of Mike and Tom Eat Snacks. So you might have noticed I did a fantastic impression of both Michael Ian Black and Tom Cavanaugh <laughs> in one person. Uh, thank you. I know. it was. A, I did a fantastic job. Thanks. Um, Can you be Elliot this time? I, I like think Elliot. this time I'll try to be Elliot. But it was just, it, it was the mannerisms are just coming out. I couldn't even help it. Yeah, we call that inspiration. It's mm, fine. Inspiration, yeah. Nobody but... listens to that one anyway. Okay, yeah. And then uh, we were talking about the Burger King Kids Club gang and how yeah. insensitive it would be uh, <laughs> to call your friend who's stuck in a wheelchair wheels. And I realized we forgot some characters, and I, I wanted to bring them up. Uh, there was Snaps. She was one of the originals. She had the blonde hair, and she took pictures. So let's just erase your identity, and let's just call you by the thing you do. I hear something. It's a picture. It's a, it's a camera. Snaps is behind us. Great. Snaps. I hope she doesn't talk. I hope she just takes pictures. There was a dog named JD. I think he was Kid Vid's dog because he had like goggles and a helmet and stuff. He was too cool. <laughs> he has a very human name. He's, he's the only one without a pet name. Well, he, and he's a dog. He, yeah, that's right. Well, he he and he signed his name with a paw print, but also with J dot D dot. So I don't know what the paw print was there for. <laughs> um, but then. Almost as bad as Wheels, we have Lingo, the foreign kid. I think he was Italian, but he could have been Spanish. Doesn't matter. We can't understand him. He has his own... Lingo! Lingo! So offensive. I don't know what's worse. I don't know if Lingo or Wheels would be worse to be called. <laughs> I don't know, man. Probably Wheels, but... You know what? I, think... I don't know. They're both so insensitive. I don't know. That's not good. That's not good. It's really... A... I don't know. What are nicknames anyway? I don't have a nickname, but um, let's let's mesh right into the topic of, uh, if you will, topic. I use this term loosely. We're going to talk about nostalgia. This uh, cast here, and uh, what what would you define as nostalgia? Nostalgia uh, in general, or nostalgia for me? Uh, in general, um, I guess it's something that you look back on that makes you happy. Cool. Yeah, I'd go with that. I was thinking like. Uh, Something that 
as iconic of a generation. You could definitely put but that in there. Both, uh, all, I think, both. Throw that in the same hat, you've got the definition, I think. Yep, yep, just two things, one hat. Two definitions, one nostalgic hat. It's going to be a beanie. The propeller. Okay. That's the hat we're using. Okay, so... When did those, when did those come about? <laughs> like the 20s? <laughs> oh, no, exactly. I think uh, the first beanie was a yarmulke for, with a, a little boy who wanted to fly. A little joker kid. Yeah, it's like a little Jew who wanted to fly, first beanie. He was just he was just being really... He was just trying to upset his parents, actually. <laughs> Being completely disrespectful. Oh, rebellious Jaime. Yamulka. Okay. I won't eat my gefilte fish, mother! <laughs> Zoom! <laughs> I remember my first beanie. I actually got one. I, when I was a kid, I, I was wanted, wanted one. Uh, yeah, I wanted. I always wanted novelty things. I wanted a fez. I wanted a beanie. <laughs> I wanted a, a trampoline, which I guess isn't very novelty, but it's more, you know. Uh, the beanie I eventually did get. I got one at Nobby's, and so it wasn't real. It was like one of those crappy. You could accidentally bend it and ruin the whole thing. Oh, no. kind of Did it have like a chin strap? Like yeah, an elastic I had a rubber band. Strap. Yes, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember I, I got it and I was so excited. And uh, I, I rode it. I was riding my bike and I had my beanie on. I was like, it was spinning so fast. <laughs> and then uh, I Take it the, off. the wind took it and the car ran over it. And <laughs> ruined my life. Story of my life. Yeah. That's a bummer. Okay, let's talk about... Let's just uh, get it out there. Um, Nickelodeon. Uh, 90s joy. When I think of the 90s, one of the first things... Because Ellie and I were both uh, brought up in the 90s. Products of the 90s. Products of the 90s. We're going um, to... I, I think about Nickelodeon and uh, Snick and the Nick cartoons that were um, original and exclusive to Nickelodeon. What sticks out in your mind? Me? Yeah. No, uh, our listeners. The first thing too, I thought of was well. Gak. Gak? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Gak was this, like, gel-like substance. It wasn't really wet. It was its own thing. But it was wet. It was, like, cold and slimy, but... It, it was cold, but it was also warm. It was it was an anomaly in itself. Um, we actually had a... Re- I don't know where my mom got it, but we had a recipe to make Gak. Oh, yeah. And we did, and it was... It was good, but it didn't come in that case, so you couldn't, like, make the noise with it so it wasn't as good oh, yeah it did that yeah that's a, that was cool and in fact i think i remember the commercials and most of the commercial was just them making the fart sound with the container it was a selling point high selling point <laughs> at the trade show <laughs> you imagine a gag salesman at the trade show but there was also a uh, flarp which flarp. that's not a nickelodeon thing and it's not nearly as cool I don't remember Flarp as well. That that was mostly known for the fart sounds you can make in the container. But Gak, um, I remember when they started coming out with... I, I had one. I had a purple one. And uh, that was cool and all. And then for Cub Scouts, I won uh, a popcorn-scented Gak. Sweet! They had the scented ones. That's right. We had pizza. I, was, I wanted scented. pizza. It was repulsive. Like Well, yeah, the popcorn really smelled. It, only enough, like, popcorn... To make you go, okay, yeah, that's popcorn. <laughs> I wish, you know... Good thing I'm thinking of popcorn or else it would have helped if be I, rancid. Yeah. It wouldn't have helped whether I liked popcorn or not, which I didn't really. <laughs> huh. It would not have helped. Um, I think of, uh, you know, all that, and Clarissa Explains It All, and uh, Kablam, and uh, all these... I was, looking at, I was looking at these shows, kind of, this is the whole Snick block. This is why... This was a Saturday Night Nickelodeon. And I would wait all Saturday. I would put up with Xena and Hercules all day. 
to to watch Snick at night, and it was, it was, oh, it was just a huge payoff. Um, Clarissa explains it all was with Melissa Joan Hart, who later went on to do Bewitched and then pretty much nothing. And uh, Ferguson, I don't know his real name, but I think he's a... Fergus. Fergus. His name is Fergus. Fergus, that's right. He's a computer programmer or something now. Pretty much anyone who did anything in Nickelodeon back in the day is it just... They did a couple indie movies and then we're done with... Well, Melissa Joan Hart has a, a different show right now. I don't oh, know if she's she? still on it. I, I don't know if it's canceled already. It went for at least a season and a half. Oh, called Melissa and Joey, Joey Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence another 90s, uh, uh -huh. 90s heartthrob. And actually, uh, Nick Cannon and, um, oh, who's the, uh, Gabriel Iglesias. They both were in the last season of all that, I think. Really? I do believe so. Huh. I mean, you could check my facts there. See, I, I, I stopped, so. I, st I, I was no longer watching Nickelodeon when Nick Cannon came about. <coughs> I didn't even realize that he was a Nickelodeon thing until... Yeah. Much, much later. Yeah, he really wasn't. I think it was just a... I didn't... Yeah, I don't think of Nick Clinton when I think of Nickelodeon. But um, uh, Clarissa was was uh, was pretty charming. And then um, all that was just fantastic. It was just the, the wackiest sketch variety show. I identified with Clarissa. Did you? Yeah, because she had a lazy eye. Most of Joan Hart has that lazy eye. Oh, yeah, that's right. I always did too. And people would always come up to me and go, Hey, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> what are you looking at I, that I am, way? I am looking at you. Which eye? B both, I think? Like, no, you're only looking at me with this one eye over here. Look at look look straight at me with both eyes. Look, Put your eyes into mine. Aw. Was there ever an ep episode where they uh, commented on that? Never. Aw. Uh, <laughs> they should have uh, just got it out there. I always thought it was strange that she had in her room, and she had a pool, and in the pool she had a, like a baby crocodile or something. <laughs> And his name was Elvis. That's right. I do remember Elvis the Croc. And do you remember Sean? He would always like... With the ladder? Yeah, he'd bust in through the window. I don't know if that was his name, but it must be because that rang a bell and I thought of a ladder coming through the window. There you go. Yep, he was an intruder that she welcomed. <laughs> Good message for the kids. By the way, okay, yeah, so now all that, because being one of my favorite shows of the 90s, if not the best. Is it still funny? I haven't watched it since. Yes. That's interesting. It, well, it was so unique. It was because it was... Uh, it was like Saturday Night Live with kids, so it was about weirder kit things that you know kids can understand. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, it wasn't live. Oh, it was recorded. Yeah, it was recorded li live in front of a studio audience. Ah, but, but it was cut. They were able to edit it, just find, you know get rid of bad stuff and keep the good stuff. And so it was usually good. And my, uh, I guess we should talk about some of our favorite bits. Um, I liked. I always liked Super Dude. Super Dude was With, great. With uh, Keenan Thompson. Super Dude was great. Uh, his, uh, he was lactose intolerant. That was always my favorite part. At the beginning of uh, Super Dude, there was always... I forget her name, but... Katrina. Th Katrina. That sounds about right. You're good at this. But she would, um, like... See, he'd get milk spilled on him, and she, he'd go, I'm lactose intolerant! And Katrina... And everybody would be like, what is that? And it would always be Katrina... Who would say that means he has a deterrence to milk, and eventually she Isn't would end up like milk, like cheese. Yeah, and <laughs> but eventually she would be like popping out of the sewer yes. or just coming in from the ceiling just to deliver this one line, and then she was gone. And that was that was what what, what I remember most about Super Dude. This little extra character who had to explain uh, what what lactose intolerance was, and and then do you remember the villain, milk, uh, the milkman? The milkman. That's right. Of course, it would be. Uh, that was played by Josh T -t 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 something or other. It doesn't really matter. T -t 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 but he, the same guy that played Ear Boy. 
Yeah, his ears are really big. Yeah, I remember he always had to go to Ross Perot for advice. <laughs> Ross Perot! That, that was the one bit that I wish was a full TV show. Because they had so, <laughs> boy, yeah, they had so many Perot. characters built in, I didn't feel like I got to see enough of them. Because yeah, they also had pizza face. Pizza face there and there too. was Egghead. And Egghead. And I really wanted to see a show with these characters and to see more of these characters. I wonder. Like, they they uh, should have, uh, yeah, you're right. They should have played that out a bit. I mean, they could have done something with braces, right? Like railroad tracks or what? Sure. I don't remember. I, I never had braces. so Fork I mouth. Didn't get insulted. You had braces, didn't you? Yeah. What did you get called? Um, I don't even remember getting. I, it was in middle, middle school. Everybody had braces, so it was just kind of. I had headgear, though, uh, and at the. I had to wear it at night, but like whenever I went out at night to like a baseball or a game or something like that, I had my new glasses, which were huge and brown, and uh, <laughs> you know, with my headgear, and I was that was the most pictures. insecure. Yeah, oh yeah, um, yeah. I I don't remember ever being like made fun of or being called names or anything like that, but I do remember feeling like oh, I wish I was inside right now. I never was. I, I never got made fun of for glasses when I when I wore those. I got window faced a couple times, but I wasn't really offended by it. I can't imagine being like, <laughs> stop it! Window face? Cause every, and that's another, everybody wears glasses now. Yeah, well now it's cool if you don't wear glasses. Flasses! Flasses! Um, so, and I also remember the repairman. Man, man, man. Oh yeah, repairman, man, yeah, man. Who was Kel, and uh, he just broke stuff mainly, but it worked for me. My, uh... I really loved cooking with Randy and Mandy. Oh, yeah! And, and they just dumped chocolate on everything. <laughs> like, 80% of that show was just, like, chaos and destruction and mess. That was... that was. Randy, is that good for you? I have no idea! And then he would proceed to commence <laughs> eating his chocolate. Oh, it was fantastic. That's right. And then uh, uh, Vital Information. information with, for Everyday Life with Lori Beth Gimber. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That was like the Jack Handy. Of, uh, yes, and it was so good. <laughs> you can, you can really still funny. find the quotes online. And they're still funny. That's right. I, I, I wish I could think of one off the top of my head, but I can't. But I, know I can't funny. There's so many of them. It's just one of those things, like a Bill Brasky or a yes. <laughs> Jack Handy, where you're usually doing laugh. Um, kind of a parallel to all that, there was the adult version of all that. Uh, which was in Living Color. Um, yeah, sure. Which were all the Wayans got their start from, basically. And uh, Jim Carrey, when he was James Carrey, was on that show. He was the one white guy on the show. Yeah, but, oh, he he rocked it. That was hilarious. And they had um, Homie the Clown, which is basically just a ghetto version of Homie Bozo. Homie Don't Play That, yeah. Homie Don't Play That. He, <laughs> the homios, the serial bit. That, I did, I, I used to watch that all the time before bed. Like, nodding off to sleep. Yeah. I would be watching it. It was always way too short, is what I thought. Jim Carrey also did this bit called um, Fire Marshal Bill. Bill. That's right. Fire Marshal Bill. And that should have been a movie. Because his character in that, I could have watched all day. I'm sure they were in talks to do a movie and it didn't happen for whatever <laughs> Or he reason. didn't want to. He's, he's pretty particular about his characters, you know. That's true. He'll never do sequels or anything like that. That's true. He did the one. He said after that he would never do another one. Oh, yeah. Ace. Um, so after all that, I'm trying to think. I think about this stuff a lot because of my uh, Peter Pan syndrome. Uh, what, can you go into that a little bit? Peter Pan syndrome? It's not an officially uh, recognized uh, disorder or or uh, mental 
uh, state or what have you. Are you afflicted? Uh, but it, it, Peter Pan never wanting to grow up. It's uh, it's like wanting to stay young and always thinking about the good times. Like when you're like nonstop, like <laughs> always thinking about. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll even think about. Briefly, it'll come up to my mind like I'll, summer camp and like when I went to summer camp and I'm like, oh, next time I go to su- wait, there's not gonna be a next time. I no, can't no. go there again. Well, if you wanted to uh, be be a counselor and eventually uh, direct a camp or something like that, yeah, but it wouldn't be the same. It's not. It's not. It wouldn't be the same, but you'd be around that, and uh, it's it's almost just as fun, really. Yeah, but I wouldn't get to be the camper and making the new friends every year and doing the having the crushes. Camp, yeah, and all that stuff. I mean, that was those are good times. That's true. And they're gone. And they're gone. That's it. There are new good times. But you could let that those times inspire you, which yes. is why I like and thank you. I get lots and of I, inspiration from my childhood. Yeah. Um, Kablam is another one I, I was thinking about today. That had I would have loved to see one of these sketches in the movie. They as a movie they had um, Action League Now, which was this gang of superheroes. There was the Flesh, who is extremely strong and extremely naked. Yep. Uh, Thunder Girl, who could just fly, and that's about it. But she was this. She had huge superiority complex, and there was um stinky diver, stinky diver, who was like an Australian, almost kind of British, South African. I don't know of, what his was, accent was supposed to be. It was a pan European uh, accent, but you know he he's a scuba diver and he stinks. And then there was Meltman, who had the power to melt. Melt. <laughs> the intro enough was just enough to make me laugh. I always found ways to use Meltman too. Yeah, it's, it's pretty clever. And uh, I think uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Peter David is the one who came up with Kablam, and then he went on to write the Hulk comics for like 12 years or something like that. Really? Yeah. So he found his way out of the the Nickelodeon graveyard, as well as Keenan Thompson, who's now on SNL. But <clears throat> other than that, I, I would have loved to see like. Denny Timberelli from Pete and Pete do something else. Um, and he did other he did writers. other stuff on on Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. um, plenty of stuff. But but then yeah, after Nickelodeon, he was nobody. Right. He did that one show, uh, Figure It Out. Yeah. Summer Sanders, and he was guest judge on there, and the with the slime and all that. And he was on all that for a bit too. Yeah, he was. He was like one of the last ones to enter the the original. Right. Cast. But he never made it out of there. I, I, Hart, uh, uh, Lori Beth Gimber was on a Denver. sitcom, and she wasn't. She was like, had, she has really tiny roles in movies and shows and stuff. Yeah, and they all do. They all have like make their way around to a you know a Law and Order or NCIS. Mm-hmm. But yeah. hell, I've been on one of those. I think you know, I <laughs> they they get everybody on those. But um, then yeah, it, it it all kind of remained in, under its own little terrarium, which makes it almost more intimate uh, and fun to think about. Uh, they also had a show. No, this is the one that Peter David wrote um, called Space Cases. It was terrible. It I've lasted, never heard of it. It lasted two seasons. It was part of the Snake Block, but it was basically um, a spaceship that solved mysteries in space. Okay. Yep, had the Black Ranger in it. Power Rangers was another one from my childhood. I watched all the time. I watched Darkwing Duck, and then I watched Power Rangers. I was I, I was the red one. I hated Power Rangers. You did? Here, okay, here's the thing. I discovered Power Rangers through a group of kids on the playground magically one day playing Power Rangers. And what <laughs> I wanted to do was, you know, whatever the same routine, you know, we'd play the same game like tag or we'd play, you know, 
uh, whatever it was, I can't really remember, but like I went out there with a certain expectation, like, okay, I'm going to go to recess and we're going to play this. And I went out there <laughs> Your and agenda. Everyone, everyone was playing Power Rangers and I didn't know what Power Rangers was. I didn't, I, I was getting mad because <laughs> everyone had a ranger picked out. You wanted to be the orange ranger and that didn't exist. <laughs> Apparently. Well, well, what happened was I was like, None "Oh, great! Exist. It's a show. I haven't seen orange. this, but I want to play. Which one can I be?" And they're like, uh, "Uh, you can be the White Ranger." Little did they know. Oh, wait now. <laughs> little did they know that a couple years later, out would come the White Ranger, and he would be the best of them all. Yeah. Not because he's white. I'm not a racist. There he is again. Well, he was certainly better than the Black Ranger, wasn't he? Yes, easily. <laughs> but. Uh, so I was the white ranger and I was like, okay, great. What is my Gazord? And they were like, you can be a rat. I'm like, a rat? Oh, that's not fair. You're a Tyrannosaurus. I'm a rat. That's pretty weak. Really cool rat. So I ran around and I went to the swings and I would jump off the swings and I would fly through the air and I'd go, yeah, Power Rangers. And that's all I knew. (laughs) And so, uh, over the next week I tried to catch it on TV and I did and I watched it and I didn't get it. (laughs) <laughs> and I watched it with my dad, and he thought Rita was the most hilarious character ever written, uh, ever. Was of he all right? Time. He was laughing nonstop. <laughs> Every time she would open her mouth and go, Ah! Power And, uh, he laughs his ass off, and I... <laughs> because it was dubbed over, it was yeah. like... <laughs> and I wouldn't get it, and, uh, yeah, I not, was not a fan. <laughs> I did, I did go, and I, yet, I did go and see the movie when it came out in the theater, because the, uh, oh, yeah, the Burger too. King toys got me jazzed. <laughs> Burger King was great with that stuff. <laughs> they, they always had crazy good toys, and that, and that movie was, it was just a, a giant, was, I remember the first scene, they skydived, dove, dived, into rollerblades, and then they rollerbladed through the mall, <laughs> it was just like... <laughs> This. Look how cool we are! And then they were through like a maze or something. But that was the '90s. That was it. Man. You know, I saw um, this photo, or not this photo, but it was a, a picture the other day that a friend posted on Facebook, um, and it said, "Does anyone else still think 1990 was 10 years ago?" And it made me <laughs> laugh so hard because every time I go, "Okay, 1990," well, okay, that was 10 years ago, and then I do the math, and I'm like, "Holy cow! No, that was over two decades ago." Yes, it was. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Just don't think about it. And uh, I thought that was pretty great. When I think of the '90s, stunted maturity for ten years. What? Yeah, I know. When I think of '90s, I think of like neon-colored triangles over a black background. Yeah. Or that's uh, very fashionable. You know what I mean? Or or those pants? What were those pants called? With the, the pattern pants with the, the elastic cuffs and the... <laughs> yeah. What were those? I need some. Yeah, I, the, the hammer pants. I don't know. They weren't, they, but they weren't hammer pants. But yeah, you're right. Anyone who didn't have hammer pants would wear those like they were hammer pants. I know. I used to those, fake That's it. all I would wear. I would not wear jeans. I, I had a baggy green windbreakers and I'd put rubber bands around the cuffs. <laughs> so you have this big opening where the head would be? Yep. And I had my fanny pack on. <laughs> I have a fanny pack, my hammer pants, the rubber bands on them. What'd you keep in your fanny pack? <laughs> you know, special rocks and things. Quartz. I was had some quartz just for magic. You never know when you need some magic. Um, tokens from Chuck E. Cheese. Had to stash them in there, man. <laughs> that sounds right. So, do you? Okay, you weren't here. Okay, because you grew up elsewhere. Yeah, uh, everywhere elsewhere. Did they have? Uh, showbiz, where you came from. Yeah, totally they had showbiz, showbiz in Denver. Okay. And uh, Indianapolis, I think. But I mostly remember showbiz in Denver with the gorilla. Yep. Playing the bongos. I loved showbiz. 
Me too. Although I do have a picture from one of my birthdays with the uh, bear coming up behind me trying to tickle me and me like freaking out. I wanted <laughs> to watch them from creepy. afar. I wanted to watch Nobody them from afar. Nobody wants a bear to tickle you from no, behind. That was not a human. It was a, a big weird <laughs> creature. And I can watch him from far away and be amazed. But yeah. he comes up and starts trying to touch me. <laughs> Don't Man, break that wall. That's that was funny. not cool. But I remember my birthday cake that year. Uh, we actually took it to Chuck E. Cheese. And for some reason, I was wearing like a fireman, a fireman themed clothing. I had a, a fire truck t-shirt, like you push a button and it would like make sounds and stuff. Do you, remember, do you remember the clothing it would talk? I had a Jurassic Park one. You press yeah. the button and it went, That sounds a lot cooler. But uh, was. That, that was another nice thing. But my, my, and I had, a, I also had a plastic fire helmet. I think it came with the shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wore that on my birthday. And then uh, my cake, it just said, happy birthday, Elliot. And it was a picture of Bart Simpson <laughs> and a Ninja Turtle. I think it was Michelangelo. Wow. And they were both on the same cake, and Whoa. I was so happy. Those are my two favorite cartoons. That That's a forbidden cake in my household. I was not allowed to watch The Simpsons or Ninja Turtles uh, or Beetlejuice. So, of course, uh, I went over to my Irish friend Connor McGraw's house, and that's all we did. Yeah. We watched we watched Beetlejuice a couple times Burn back bad. in the day. Or yeah, or we watched Ninja Turtles, or, and I I drew I colored Ninja Turtles all the time. You know, Michelangelo was a party dude. Yeah, he was. I was a Raphael fan. I like the size. What? No one likes Raphael. I don't anymore. But I don't He's know. Just a rude, lame character. Yeah, he was. He was. He was grouchy. I, I would have assumed you would like uh, Michelangelo because of the nunchucks. I yeah. and because he was like the crazy one. And, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I was all about the crazy. Yeah. Yep. Nope. I w I wanted to be brooding. I guess uh, that just comes out because I was I was oppressed and I couldn't watch Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I was guess that, so. What's your favorite cartoon from the nineties? Oh my gosh. Um, Some that just pop into your mind. It, it would have to be. I, the thing is, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was like my favorite thing ever. Yeah, favorite um, thing. Favorite thing. Like I I, but I hardly ever saw the show. I think I saw the I think I saw the TV show two or three times, but I had the gosh we keep going back to Burger King. I had the Burger King Kids Club VHSs with uh, uh, a couple episodes on each, and I, I watched I watched the crap out of those. Um, but I the action figures. Yes. I had a massive chest. Those were quality action figures. And I would I would settle for nothing else. I didn't want any other action figures, just Ninja Turtle uh, uh, brand, I guess. Yeah. Because there were all these characters you never saw yeah. that they put out as Ninja Turtles. Spin-offs. And uh, I loved them all. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu Reptiles. Yes. And other I remember. Spin-offs. I remember some of them. Mondo Gecko was really cool. Um, yeah, I, I had so many. I liked Ren and Stimpy, I think was my favorite. You know, um, I lost my first tooth to Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> really? Just punch yourself in the face, it was so funny. I even remember this scene. I remember the episode. That's intense. Yeah. <laughs> was it a traumatic experience, or is it just something that you, you tucked away? I don't know, it just all stuck in my memory. What episode? Uh, the episode... I don't... Okay, I, I couldn't tell you the whole episode, but I can tell you what this part what consisted happening? of. It was, uh... There was an old guy, and he was, like, giving me history of of, I don't know, the earth or something, and he was talking about, like, the primordial ooze and stuff crawling out of it, and, and basically, I remember him kind of 
They did a lot of those close-up shots where everything looked really disgusting. Oh, that was the, the style. As animation goes, you can finish this in just a second, but as animation goes, really kind of shoddy, sketchy, ugly palette, yeah. um, terrible lines. But then, out of nowhere, they do this like fantastically realistic rendering of like an open sore, or, like <laughs> someone's like dried tongue or something like that. Yeah. That would just blow you away. Loved it. I love that style. That and, uh, it's been that. imitated since, as it should be. Yeah. Spongebob is the first one that comes to mind. I know they, they do oh, that yeah. a lot. Not as well, but no. that same... Yeah. It, I, and it's almost deliberate that it's a throwback, like it's a tribute to... Did you ever see the uh, Adult Party Time show? Or I forget what it was called. Ren and Stimpy Adult Party Hour. Oh, I did. Um, it was okay, but I mean, it just felt like a different flavor. It was, too. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's what happens when you bring something back. I mean, I like with uh, Beavis and Butthead just came back. Yeah. And that's and it's good. It's funny. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think it works just as well. I appreciate the. I think that idea is just classic because it's just making fun of whoever's watching it, mm -hmm. and, and that'll always be funny. Um, oh, one one thing I remember about uh, Ren Stimpy was they always had great music, like really funny songs in there. Do you remember the commercial for Log? Yes, the log the slinky uh, yes. spoof. The log is a parody of the slinky. You know, which which is to say that um, the slinky was just this stupid coiled up loose spring that cost can't cost more than eighty five cents to make, and then they sold them for however uh, much. Like, bucks, yeah, right? you know, a thousand percent markup. And so they came out with a a, a log which had the from same blamo. from blamo. Um, but definitely look up the the log commercial from Red and Stimpy on YouTube. Still funny, still hilarious. It's very funny. Um, and then a uh, wacky wacky joy joy. Happy happy joy joy. Happy happy joy joy. That's yep. what it was. <laughs> The Kilted Yaxman anthem. Ah, oh, such good stuff. Great music. And there was good stuff. I would get the comics all the time. That's right. I you know what? And uh, I had this kid. I knew this kid named Kyle from summer camp, and he was a bad influence on me. But um, he introduced me to <laughs> Beavis and Butthead, Ren and Stimpy, and the Smashing Pumpkins. Like within the same week. Like My favorite I, band of all time. I know. It changed. We should talk about music too. And. Uh, just changed my identity because you know I was still listening to, listening to Rafi. It was just something I I remember not liking Rafi, but just saying, "Well, this is music, and I got to get my head to shut up somehow," <laughs> and putting it in my ears and be like, "Oh, fine." But smashing pump he put he put in smashing pumpkins, and I was just like, "Hey, that's loud and nice." It was very loud and nice. Yep, my dad took the the cassette tape away, and I had to apologize to Kyle for losing his tape. <laughs> he was very upset. As he should have been. Yeah. You want to talk about music in the 90s? Um, nostalgic, mu nostalgic music in the 90s? Not necessarily, but I... <laughs> I don't want to go into history, because that's different. Nostalgia is kind of a weird topic, because you can just sit and say, Hey, remember this? Yeah, that was great. Hey, remember this? Yeah, that was great. But I also have like lots of, of vivid memories that I just really associate with, like... I don't know. It's It was a nostalgic time. It was... Uh, you know, so to look back on these things, and I guess if we're talking about music, my dad recorded lots of, we had all this equipment in our house. We lived in a bad part of town, and all we could afford was this equipment, apparently. <laughs> That's where all the money went. And he would record these albums, and... Um, True artist. And I remember uh, them recording and me falling asleep to this really loud music, because he'd practice at the house. Hmm. And... Uh, they would also practice a lot of the current songs of the time to, in case, you know, they took requests. 
And I remember them playing uh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings by Smashing Pumpkins. And I remember them playing Enter Sandman by Metallica. And these are like the first songs I remember hearing by other artists that weren't my dad. Wow. Um, Good start. Uh, Come Out and Play by The Offspring. Yeah. That was another one that they played all the time. Um, so yeah, I have these, this, uh, this, this image of... Uh, being in my house late at night, just kind of sitting on the couch, drawing or something, uh, while the band is just practicing as loud as possible, and <laughs> cops are getting called over because they're disturbing the peace, and all kinds of stuff like <laughs> they that. They were improving the peace. Cops came by quite a bit. <laughs> it was usually to tackle oh. someone in our yard. Yeah, like, I was going to say, someone would be there running has to from be the more cops. important things happening in that neighborhood. Someone would be running from the cops and then get tackled in our front yard. <laughs> They'd stop and say, hey, does that come out and play? Oh! <laughs> tackle. Yeah, so. That's but interesting. What, what, for you, like, when you think of, how about this? What What was the, what do you think just really failed in the 90s? Like, what, what sucked about the 90s? Since that's, that's kind of our time period we're going with here. Um... Well, there was this fashion trend that was like southwestern, so there was just a lot of turquoise. But then it would be animal patterned at the same time, so it'd be like a zebra, turquoise zebra or turquoise leopard print, and that was always just hideous to me. Did you own any of this stuff? Yeah. Yep. Sure did. Uh, lots of bugle boy. Um, Your dad was into the into the west, into the ranching, and it's true, it's true. And you know what? I think I would like Jimmy Buffett if my dad didn't listen to it so much. And there's nothing, I, nothing against my dad. It's but he just, also likes Steppenwolf. Did he? I think so. I think he does. And uh, um, uh, John Denver. I was gonna say he's got like John Denver. Yep, <laughs> guy's got like John Denver. But I think I'd like those guys. But if it's it just like uh, oh, it's dad music, so I can't. I have an, uh, an aversion to it. Right. But what what failed in the 90s? That's that's a tough question. Yeah, it kind of is. Plenty of things, I'm sure. That's true. <laughs> there were a lot of great shows that existed very briefly. Um, like Street Sharks or Biker Mice from Mars or... Mighty Max. I, that was, I remember that show. That was a Cartoon Network show. I uh, don't remember it on Cartoon Network. Oh, but... no. I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of the baby who would go to outer space. Okay. Yeah, I Did know you what you're see talking that? about. But... His name was also Max. Kids' names in shows are always Max. That's movies. right. <laughs> you're right. Watch a movie. If there's a kid, his name is Max. Probably. Um, I remember liking that show but hating the snorks. <laughs> yeah. Snork. That's what failed. The snorks. <laughs> Snork. That, that's not a 90s show. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> and, and it's kind of... Sometimes it's hard to separate uh, what what was for our generation and what just still was around. Like Flintstones and the Jetsons and Scooby-Doo and that stuff, all that old Hanna-Barbera stuff. Yeah. I, I, I watched all that stuff. Yeah. Because, because, like I said, I would have my TV on before bed and, you know, some t they would change whatever was on at that time all right. the time. And so, you know, when it wasn't in living color because they had some other terrible show on. Uh, and if, if something good was on Cartoon Network, I'd be watching Cartoon Network. And so I'd see all these old shows and I didn't particularly like any of them. Yeah. Uh, but I watched them because they were on. It's yeah, or, or because it was you know another show is going to be on after it that you like. That's how they kind of always you know what? program. I, I got it. I know what we need to talk about for the rest of the show. Okay. Full House. 
Thank you. Okay, that, this is true. Um, Full House was, uh, how do you explain it? Sitcom, where it was a very nuclear family, and uh, everyone... Even though they didn't have a mom, it was a full house. So sad. So sad. Well, everybody ended up moving in with them. Yeah, so they had... Two uncles. Bob Saget, and uh, Jonathan Stamos, and Dave Coulier. Jonathan Stamos, David Coulier, yep. Robert Saget. Robert Saget, that's right. This is what we do. Um, uh, what was the Candace Cameron? What was the wacky friend that Kimmy Gibbler? Kimmy Gibbler. I don't know the actress's name. <laughs> <laughs> she was always my favorite. I had this strange crush on. Oh, Kimmy she Gibbler. was horrible. And she was gross. Yeah. And she was weird, and she was intruded, and she was like, and I'm like, oh, I remember thinking, if I was in Full House, I'd be the Gibbler. Oh no! Yeah, but that'd be me. I could relate. I I, I related to uh, Jodie Sweetin. I think we're. I think I was the same age as, I'm not the same age as her, but when I when I watched it, uh, was I was it, the same age as her character. Was that JD? Uh, Jody Sweeten was, uh, no. Stephanie? Uh, Stephanie, yes. Oh, uh, okay. Who's JD? JD? Oh, DJ. DJ. <laughs> DJ <Sorry>. Tanner. <laughs> yeah. JD Tanner. It was a girl, so, you know, <laughs> you, you know, you switch some letters around, all of a sudden it's another gender, come on. Anyway. Um, the Olsen twins. Look yeah. where they look how they turned out. Yeah, good job, guys. Um, <laughs> they're really, they make they more successful than all the other ones. Yeah, it's amazing. Jonathan Stamos, uh, <laughs> he's a show killer, man. Every time they try to put him on a new show, it just dies. Not that it's a bad show or anything, they, but after he gets on a show, it just dies. And he was probably the most. I liked him the most out of the whole house. Joey or uh, Jesse Jesse was probably the most watchable. Jesse Gustopoulos. Yeah, Jesse was the most watchable. Joey was the worst. He was my favorite, though. Joey? Yes. Joey was the saddest character. Definitely watching it now, it's like, oh my gosh. He doesn't horrible. have a job. He's the uncle. He doesn't have... He can't find love. He can't find love. He And I remember that watching this episode where he gets all depressed all of a sudden. Like, just really, really sad. It creeps you out. And it's like, weird, because he's, he's not always, to... He's not doing any voices. He's not doing... He doesn't have his puppet out. You realize it's all just a defense and mechanism. And you're like, oh man, this is... Kind of what show is this? And then at the end, somebody finally asks him, you know, what's happening? You're going to kill yourself or something? And then, um, but not in that, you know, they know sales worth. Um, but Joey says, well, I just kind of got to thinking, you guys, I'm afraid you guys only like me if I'm funny. And I remember thinking, but you're not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been the, the, I thought the, it was the hay on the camel's back there. But <clears throat> I thought he was funny as a kid. As a kid. And he was on America's Funniest People. Um, uh-huh. He did the jackalope and all that stuff. And oh, he did the I, voice. I, you know, I really didn't like the whole bullwinkle and all that stuff that he did. Um, <laughs> what else did he do? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Dave Coulier is actually a pretty interesting person. I believe that. He uh, he flies planes. He's big into hockey. He plays hockey all the time. and uh, I could see that happening too. You know, he does. He does stand up. I don't know. I don't know if his stand up is like his character on Full House. That would worry me if it was. <laughs> He's silly. He does do voices and stuff, but I, I think there are jokes involved. I would hope so. Not just voices. <laughs> and then he 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 was on Muppet Babies. He did like a lot of the voices on Muppet Babies. Really, that's another Mandy show. Being one of the shows that I watched, but didn't tell any of my friends I watched because I felt like I was too old to be watching Muppet <laughs> Babies, even though I enjoyed it. <laughs> Do you remember Stick Stickly? Oh yeah, <laughs> he kind of. Who's the? Who's I remember the, the whole jingle the host? for the address to write letters to. What was it? 
That was uh, right to me, Stick Stickly, P.O. Box 963, New York City, New York State, 10108. Wow, that brought yeah. me back. And uh, he would host, he would host the, uh, I don't remember what it was called, but he would, he would host the afternoon and there would be uh, all real monsters would come on and Rugrats. Those and... are the first things I, I drew were all real monsters. And I think, what, what were the names? I can't remember the names. It gets Crumb and Oblina. And then uh, Crumb was the first one I drew, and I think Crumb was the inspiration to Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's monster in the labyrinth. <laughs> the eyes in his hands. Yes. It had to be. It's the same thing. Definitely, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I drew. I also drew character uh, with that same concept, with the hand, the hands holding the eyes. Yeah. Um, but it was a different character. I, I love drawing monsters. Monsters are fun. As a kid, that like that's all I would draw. I would draw. I would make up monsters, and I had a I don't know, probably six inches thick of. All these monsters I drew. I drew monster masks and cut them out and put them on. Yeah, I didn't. With do that. my uh, hammer pants and the rubber bands and the fanny the pack fanny and pack. my monster. Mask. I never wore a fanny pack. Fit right in. Sure did. Never wore a fanny pack. No one did. You know what? I uh, I kept them in business. Tell you what. I had a friend. Oh, okay, he wasn't a friend. He was this kid I knew when <laughs> I was in fifth grade. When I, when I lived in Vista and I was in fifth grade, there was this kid I knew who uh, I would see after school sometimes, and he was really. He was strange. He was silly. He was kind of he was kind of goofy, but he also had a kind of a dry sense of humor for a kid his age. Like he was in fourth grade, and he would walk up the street and he'd say things like, "I'll sell you my spleen for a dollar," and things like that. <laughs> like I don't know. It was like this really young Stephen Wright or something. Yeah. But anyway, I <laughs> picture Stephen Wright as a kid. That's terrifying. I, <laughs> I know it. But I picture you being pretty similar to the, how this kid was. There's also this other Sounds kid. Right. His name we called him. I don't know what his, his name was. Tooth. I mean, he can't. There's no getting around it. We called him Tooth, and that's his name. And uh, I remember his dad Sounds confronting me. Sounds like a kids' me. club character. I, and we would chase him around and yell at him, "Hey, Tooth!" And yeah, it does. He was. Yeah, he should have been on the sack by eating your Happy Meal. There's wheels. Was he in like a tooth. car accident? No, he has this awful snaggle tooth. He had one big tooth, and I think he. I think he was missing one of his other front teeth. <laughs> Absorbed and, a twin. His dad confronted me once uh, and said... You Confrontationally? Know, if you kids are going to fight, you come do it over at my house. What? Like, he wanted me to get in a fight with his kid. Okay. Like a fist fight. I got a ring and the camera's set up. And... It was really weird. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. Did you, Did you though? No. I, okay, I'm glad you didn't. I was a wuss. Th th that's, that's just being safe. <laughs> you just stuttered there. I want to talk about your... Speech impediments? Okay, okay, I could do that. I had a wicked lisp. I didn't overbite. I sucked my thumb until I was like seven or eight or nine or fourteen. But I had a big, I had a lisp, so I had a, I had an overbite and a lisp. And I went to speech therapy, and there would be this kid there, and I'd always go there, and um, he'd always be there trying to say the same thing, and I, he he was just impeded all over the place. But the phrase he would always try to say is, "The boy is taking a bath." But, it, but he'd always be very angry, and he'd come out, Boy! Take a bath! And the teacher would be like, well, You're gonna get it. You're gonna... Who were his parents? The boy! Cajun. I don't know. Cajun or... <laughs> That's what it sounds like. The Hulk? <laughs> Cajun Hulks. Oh yes. my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Boy, take a bath! But, I'm um, writing that. <laughs> That's a seller. I want to see the Hulk goes to Louisiana... <laughs> But speech therapy really, really worked for me, and uh, there it was very lots of positive reinforcement. I got either uh, a transformer, 
or um, a popper. That's cool. A pop or a slap bracelet. Very 90s. You things. know, while you were in uh, speech uh, classes, I was in uh, uh, what did they call it? Challenge class. Challenge class. That's what it was. <laughs> Doing smart things yeah. like putting Amen. on plays. <laughs> we did these two. We had to do two. We had to do back to back plays. I had to memorize two scripts. That's heavy, man. I did That's back to back uh, plays, and I was the bad guy in both of them. Jude Law stuff there. We did a, uh, a Sherlock Holmes parody, and I, I was the butler, and I, I killed the plant. <laughs> I was the one who killed the plant all along. I gotcha. And then we did uh, a game show uh, where all the contestants were teeth. And I was Tartar Tooth. And I was just trying to sabotage the whole thing. <laughs> Tartar! Yeah, my Shaking dad made me a, a, a costume out of a cardboard box. But it was a white box. And he cut out like he, these cutouts and everything. So I was wearing a giant tooth. And it was hmm. I was awesome because uh, I was the only one in costume. Like, I was this giant tooth. And everyone else just looked like humans. Lame. Lame. Is that the best you've ever looked? Probably. <laughs> this is the giant tooth and challenge. Probably. And then I got I got pretty hideous and but then I, I grew out of it after high school. I look pretty good now. Everyone I look hideous. Good. I, I look I look good. I look, I look good. good. I'm I'm confident in my appearance. That's cool. So let's see, do we we covered full house? Yeah. Pretty much. I'll do some bests and worsts. Uh sure, like what? What do you mean? Can you think of, let's see, can you think of the, well, you, I think you pretty pretty much vocalized that Kimmy Gilbert is the worst character on, <laughs> <laughs> on, on Full House, but worst character in all of 90s sitcoms. Gosh, that's um, too hard. I can't. Was um, she worse than Urkel? What pops to mind? Um, no, no. So Urkel Ur was really iconic. <laughs> but worse. She was worse. She was Wait, in what well, way? Just intolerable. <laughs> yeah, she was she was worse than Miracle. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's that's too big of a question. It's pretty beefy. I don't think it's really important. Okay. <laughs> Everybody has their own experiences with the the '90s and with their um, childhood, and you know. Um, I guess I don't really see the point in discussing it further. Then let's stop here. Okay. Good discussion, Ellie. Are you are you any closer to figuring out what you want to do with your life after uh, thinking about nostalgia? I don't think this helped at all. Okay. Maybe next time.